1: This is a text message sent from Derek Fleifer to Crashly Grenadine, but unfortunately, it's 2006, and he exceeded the character limit, so all of the texts have arrived at the same time and completely out of order. For the record, Derek believes that TTYL stands for This Text is Long. Here is how they read as they were received. End. I usually love first, but my latest two, getting tased and actually really hurting someone, are not fun at all. I knew pain sucked, but another human thing? Just telling someone all your feelings to try to turn them into better feelings? I I didn't know it was like this. I think, hey Crashly, this is Derek, Derek Fleifer. I don't know what you're up to right now, but things are getting really weird over here on my, no one told me it lasted like so long? Anyway, I guess I'm going through a rough patch. I don't know why I'm telling you all this. Is this going on right now unless Adam's chip somehow took over his body and turned him into a robo-thief? Imagine that. Anyway, TTYL, I'm texting you is because maybe threw Chamanda into a death laboratory under Tom's net shop? It's definitely the most important thing. I think I feel sorry for you all. Watching for all that time was fascinating, but to actually feel it is so overwhelming. I don't know how... Oh yeah, the reason I'm...
2: Hello, friends in an alternate future. Welcome to Mystery County Monster Hunters Club, where we use dice to tell a story of activated adolescents and dazed do-gooders in the real and actual 2006. I'm Tyler Samples, your keeper of monsters and mysteries. Let's meet our players.
0: Hi, everybody. I'm Rashawn Nadine Scott, and my character is Shamanda Felt, the initiate. I always thought, what would I do for a
3: Klondike bar?
0: Ask for a different kind of ice cream?
3: Hi, I'm Jeff Murdoch and I play Adam Miller, the mundane. And my body is a wandering. My body is a wandering against my will. (laughs) Keep going. My body is a wandering. Uh, <laughs> wow! It's you about the way your
0: body walks away without my
4: knowledge. <laughs> uh. Hi, I'm Erin Rain, and I play Crashly Grenadine, the Chosen. And here's the thing about Crashly: cilantro doesn't taste like soap to me. It tastes like this really splash from Bath and Body Works. It's called Plumeria. I don't know
5: why. Hi, everybody. My name is Claire Linick, the expert. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great.
0: <laughs> and that's minus 200 Patreon points. <laughs> oh, no, no,
1: no, no. <laughs> oh, Oh, Claire, that's going to put you at the bottom of okay, the leaderboard. here we go. I got yeah, it. Yeah, that's a it. half later. Damn it.
5: <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Claire Linnick, and I play Susan Wexler, the expert. And in my expert opinion, the Olive Garden is a hit for the whole family. Hi, everybody.
1: I'm Alan Linick, and I played Derek Fleifer, the divine. Although I am slowly becoming human, but that's okay. Because as I once told a high school friend of mine who then stole the quote for himself, you can be the change you want to see in the world.
2: Where we left off, Derek and Shamanda have been separately knocked unconscious in the net shop. Shamanda in the basement, by the sheer force of empathy hitting her from the cybernetic creatures that are trapped all around her, Derek up above by the more mundane but no less terrible taser wielded by Missy, who has just found the body of Astrid unconscious from his cash registering. Adam, meanwhile, has, against his will, joined up with the other students who are involved in the Superior Internet Mersenne Prime search, called into action and potentially service by Dr. Einajar. everyone carrying all of the cash that they have available to them. Susan and Crashly were following Adam, but they just got a text from Shamanda asking for help. And so they went over there. Why don't we start with Derek? Derek, you wake up after having been tased. Again, you are not in good shape. You are unstable, which means you have no access to any of your angelic abilities. You are, for the moment, a regular boy. You wake up. You find yourself in a space that you haven't been in before. It appears to be just a garage. You see uh, to your right and on the back. Uh, from your limited ability, you're you're struggling to to move because you're bound to something. To your right, you see you know tools, cardboard boxes, things like that. Behind you, there's you can just barely see over your shoulder a rope that is tied to a tennis ball that's dangling in the air. And in doing so, you notice what it is you're tied to. You appeared to be tied to a snowmobile that is parked in the center of this garage and nobody else is in the room. What are you doing in this moment?
1: Um, I I think I'm going to try to get free. And then when that doesn't really work, um, I'm just going to kind of slump down and look at the
2: ground. Great. Yeah, you do that. Uh, you you struggle, but you find yourself unable to get free of the knots, and you just sit. And while you're doing that, the door opens to the garage and you hear Missy and she is saying over her shoulder, no, honey, this is what needs to be done. Okay. This is what I told you. We need to get whatever advantage we can for ourselves. No, no, Astrid. No, I'm telling you, I want you to go back to the dojo. I want you to get whatever you can and you send it to him. Okay. You send it to Wilcox and make sure he publishes it. We need to bring them down. We need to take Astrid. No, I'm telling you, I am your mother. You'll do what I say. And there you hear more back and forth on this. And you just experience this as Missy is kind of browbeating Astrid about something to do with presumably the dojo and saying, you get whatever you can and you send it to Corky. Okay. I'm telling I have my own. Li- I don't have time for this right now, Astrid. Okay. I have something important to do in here that I have to, I am not looking for. Do not cry. Does- Astrid. No. D- does that mean Astrid's okay? And she turns, sees you and then says, Astrid, go to your room now. And walks in and slams the door shut. And approaches you, Derek. Now, Derek, here is one thing that I'm just going to put in here. A few episodes ago, you burned luck to drill a hole in the floor of the net shop. And when Derek burns luck, something goes into play that I forgot to do in the moment. And it is coming up now. When you spend a luck point, you get word that your mission requires something to be done urgently. In this instance, Derek, the way that that happens as you are hearing this caustic kind of back and forth and you're listening to Missy browbeat Astrid and just, you know, harangue her, yell at her and everything, maybe it's just because Derek is feeling more human. You start to think about how much the people around you uh, and, and like parents seem to really affect humans and the kind of human they turn out to be. And you think about Crashly and her mother and how distant uh, relationship they have. Crashly's mom isn't even in the same state as Crashly currently. And you realize in this moment something very important to your mission here on Earth, which is you need to teach Crashly how to be a good mom to make sure that she imparts the proper lessons to Mashly. So this is your luck point coming into play. Your mission now is to teach Crashly how to be a good mother.
1: Okay,
2: I just I feel instantly crushed by this responsibility.
1: (laughs) I can't, like, I can't, I, I, I'm not even good at being a human
2: person, let alone being like a human person parent. That just seems (laughs) too much. And as Missy walks in, Missy sees you and says, "Derek, I want to let you know I don't take any joy in in what's going to happen now. But you, you made it personal." when you attacked my daughter. So I'm going to need to make it personal back. I understand. I want information from you. Okay. Okay. I want information on who you are, what you're capable of, what the club does and what it's capable of. I want to know anything that will give me an edge going forward in this town. Okay. Okay.
1: Well, the club is like the coolest, most capable bunch of helper people I think I've ever seen and I've seen a lot of stuff and as for me, and I kind of trail off and I'm like, I guess I'm just the biggest screw up of all time. And I'm not
2: really capable of anything. I don't believe that's true, Derek, because you were capable of knocking my daughter out with a cash register. Yeah. So like, I guess that ties into the screw up thing. What are you, Derek? What
1: am I? Um, and I look down, and a, like a single teardrop like, comes off of my face and hits the floor. And I just say,
2: I'm a nothing.
0: Oh, oh my God. Oh. And Missy
2: says, I don't like that answer, Derek. I think you're a little up your own ass right now. And you're not giving me the information I need. <laughs> Hell, yeah. I want real answers, Derek. And she goes, and she turns on the snowmobile. And it starts up. Oh, it's vibrating (laughs) so
1: much. It is.
2: (laughs) Now, Derek, you realize where you are tied, your thighs are against the tread of the snowmobile. (gasps) Ow. Ow. And as it's sitting there idling, Missy hops onto the back of the snowmobile. Oh my gosh. And Missy says, Derek, what are you?
1: I, I I don't know.
2: She revs the engine and oh the tread my. starts going. Ah. Derek, you're gonna take one point of harm as the tread just rips the skin off the yeah. back of your thigh. Oh my
5: word? Missing. Oh you. my gosh.
1: Oh wait, okay. Did you already put that in there or am I, I did going not. up to
2: six? Okay. You great. are going up to six. Okay, here Damage? I go. I'm in six.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. god. So I'm am I one away?
2: No, I'm two away. Okay. I'm yeah, here. you're two away from Gonzo. Just tell her. Derek, what are you?
1: I I don't know. I I don't know. I I was an angel, but now I I don't I don't feel like anything. I feel I just uh, everything hurts and sucks. She
2: she tell me about angels, Derek. Tell me everything what? about angels.
1: I can't. I'm I no no. She
2: rubs she rubs it up again. <laughs> you feel okay. it cut deeper and deeper into your flesh. You are going to take one more point of harm. <sighs> oh my gosh! Oh, and she Sick. says
0: fuck is this
2: (laughs) Derek? tell me what they can do tell me what your kind can do please my
1: legs hurt so bad everything hurts the tasing hurt
2: my ankle still hurts she walks over she looks incredibly frustrated and she's like okay we're gonna start it we're gonna start over we're gonna start this again astrid and she calls there's a crack at the door astrid peeks in and she's like Astrid, clean him up. Get the first aid kit. And remember, he is not a person, Astrid. No matter what he says to you, that is not a kid that you go to high school with. That is a creature that we are here to keep this town safe from. Remember that, okay? And she walks away to go clear her head. You see the the garage door kind of lift up a little bit. And then Missy ducks underneath and the garage door ka-chunks back down and Astrid comes in and starts very meekly ministering to your legs and and sort of trying to clean them up as the the jeans that you were wearing are just like ripped to shreds. And she's like, you should just tell her what she wants to know. I I
5: can't.
1: I can't. But Astrid, this is really important. When we left the net shop, were were you awake for that? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you remember seeing Shamanda there
2: at all? Shamanda had already left. She wasn't there. No, no. Then that's really bad. We cut over to Shamanda. Shamanda, you are very groggy. You wake up. Let me check in with you, Shamanda. So you just got hit with the full blast of like the pain and like despair of these people that were not people, but now suddenly somehow are people. These animals that have been manipulated and and shifted in their bodies. You experienced their pain and, and and emotional distress to the point that it knocked you out. When you went under, what were you dreaming about?
0: Um I was on stage um and Shemanda goes, someone to hold me too close. <laughs> and uh as she like rings out this this note to an uh, open house and there's no one there. House is fully empty. It's just that ghost light no. it goes off and she, she just filled with so much weight and then just falls off of the edge of the stage into a deep, deep pit of darkness and then thuds, hits the ground and then wakes up.
2: Yeah, and when you do you just hear, are you are you there? P- please wake, wake up wake uh, yeah. up ho, ho, Who are you? Wait
0: uh, Shamanda wipes her eyes, sits up, crisscross applesauce <laughs> and cocks her head to the side Are you talking to me?
2: And you see there strapped to a table is the white-tailed deer that you saw earlier. It's all of its joints appear to have been replaced by like machinery. So where where a deer's front legs are just straight, now suddenly it has an elbow. It has at the end like very rudimentary claws where its hooves were and it's sort of trying to reach out towards you and it says, "Yes, yes, I am talking to you." And you can see it's the whole like throat and jaw area of the deer has just been sort of raggedly replaced by like something metal to give it basically a, a larynx, and it is there and it is saying, "Are you okay?" I've got to be real with you, mate. No, you're freaking me out a lot. And another from over on the other side, you a rabbit that is been kind of distorted so that its legs are like three times as long just like extra machine parts there and it just thumps twice hard against the table that it's strapped to and the deer turns and says drag no we have to help her we have to uh, i'm
0: i'm all right i really am and she steps up i don't want any machinery i am i'm all right
2: um we would never
0: great um who did this to you?
2: And then you just hear from around the room. You see, like, there's all different types of woodland creatures here. And they <laughs> all just like some of those that can't speak just hiss and chitter. But a couple of them just moan out. <laughs> Tom oh. Nuts. Oh, of God. Tom's Nets. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Shamanda
0: starts boiling inside because this is like a a Disney fantasy of all of these woodland creatures coming to life and speaking to me. But it's such a disgusting hybrid animal technology thing and makes her not regret sending Tom Nats away. Yeah. Um, So I guess she goes for the door and sees if it can be unlocked. Uh, How does liberation feel, ladies?
2: Please. Please, only one of us has ever gotten free. Sane, Sane got free. Sane. The deer says, yeah. "Sane was the only one, though we don't know if Sane escaped or is dead. But he never brought her back." Well,
0: uh, I think it's terrible that you're, you all—you all—are stuck in here, and just goes to undo all of their um, their uh, their like handcuffs and stuff. I just want to liberate them all.
2: Great. The deer, as soon as you get the deer kind of freed, they, they start to, you know, using the claws to just sort of snip the other leather holds on their their limbs and then goes around. There's a rabbit, a squirrel, uh, there's a bat, a beaver, all kinds of these little creatures there that, that are distorted and changed. And the deer quickly starts helping you and is like, my name is Trammel." What is yours, Liberator? Um I am Shamanda. Um uh
0: w- sorry, what was your name? Sorry. Trammel. Trammel. Oh my gosh. Sorry, it's it's the shock. Uh Trammel. I, I I'm gonna get you guys out of here. I don't need to be down here. I got all the information I guess I needed. Um uh do you know the code to the door? Is it
2: there one is two no three code. four code? It's biological
0: biological oh oh okay so i probably need something of tom's um can i do a um a, a resource sect resources at this You've time or is it still the your sect
2: resources <sighs> okay. for this mystery yeah but you can do an investigate uh, a mystery you can you know look around and see if there's anything there
0: yeah let's see if there's like tom's hairbrush or something around
2: absolutely so yeah roll plus sharp
0: 10 plus sharp is 11
2: Ooh. OK, Okay. Milo. so we're investigating a mystery on. Oh, actually, this is lovely because I have decided to change things up a oh. little bit just to, to let everybody know. I have decided. So the way that Monster of the Week works, there is read a bad situation and there is investigate a mystery. And I have decided to simplify things a little bit for us because I think this will will fit better our needs, which is we're going to make the, the two of them into one move called what's going on here. And the way that it works is anytime you're analyzing a situation or a person in order to see the bigger picture, you just say what you're doing and then you ask me a question and then roll plus sharp. When you get a 10 plus, I will answer honestly and include uh, any clarification or follow-up questions that you, you need to, to get the full answer that you want. On a seven to nine, I will give you a cryptic or incomplete answer, but tell you where and how to find out more. And on a six or less, you will get the answer, but you won't like how you get the answer. Mm. So, Rashan, what is the question that you, you have here? Um,
0: I want to ask them, what is your objective?
2: Okay, and this also you can just ask me too. Like oh. this is you looking around and stuff. So if if the question is um, like is there anything of Tom's here, you know, or something like that.
0: Yeah, is there did Tom ever create um a second exit?
2: That is a great question. Uh, as Shamanda looks around and starts casing over, Shamanda, you do find. It looks like this used to be a much smaller space that got obviously expanded out and you you find evidence of like a cellar door that, that seems to have been bricked over there. So it's not necessarily something that Tom created as a second en- entrance, but it looks like there used to be another entrance that has been bricked over.
0: Oh, and oh, wow, there's a pickaxe just right over here. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> there is not a pickaxe. However, there are these uh, cybernetic creatures all around you. So, which is almost as a, as good as a pickaxe. Yeah,
3: there there is a pick net down there, though. <laughs> <laughs> there is a pick net.
0: Um, all right, Trommel, um, I know that you've been through a lot in the last, I don't even know how long you guys have been down here, but I figure this is a way for us to get out and I can get you somewhere safe. You can trust me. I'm the most reliable, trustworthy
2: person in all of Mystery County. Okay, because you came on a little thick there, let's do, uh, <laughs> let's roll to manipulate someone. What
5: are you talking about? I would love if there could just be a montage now of everything you've ever done. Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: 11 plus 1 equals 12. Well, well wow. 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 Yeah, Trommel's Tramble, like, you rescued us. I trust you with my life. I'll follow you anywhere, Liberator.
0: Yes, it is I, Shamanda, the Liberator um get to the wall folks and then i'm going to text uh crashly and um miss wexler uh found a way out hopefully uh we can link up soon um i found an Mm -hmm. army xoxo
2: (laughs) (laughs) we'll cut over to susan and crashly then susan and crashly you guys are driving on your way you were following adam miller to try to track down his car and go to the technical college, but then once you got the text from Shamanda asking for assistance, you elected to go towards her. You get this follow-up text. What are you doing?
4: I mean, Um, God, she's so independent. It's so cool. Um, I guess we should link up with her later and maybe try to go get Adam now.
5: You know, if she's free, though, and we are, you know, a block or two away, let's grab her. That's true. That's true. And take true. her with that take her for the atom.
4: Okay, good to idea. Go find yeah, Adam. We, we need the army, maybe. That's Great. A idea. Okay, perfect. Do you have any chapstick? Oh yeah, I always it's from Bath and Body Works. It's cherry vanilla. Yeah. Um yeah, I'll text um Shmanda back and be just like on our way, um, we'll pick you up.
2: Great. As you pull into the net shop, you see there is a well, Jeff, how would you describe the vehicle that he drives? Oh gosh, it is sleek, but in like a—it's like a PT Cruiser. <laughs> nice, yeah, uh, absolutely. You see a PT Cruiser sitting in the the parking lot of the otherwise abandoned net shop. Nobody inside of it. What do you do? Uh... Me? No, Crashly and Susan. No. So, uh, you other than that, the the net shop appears to be quiet. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna recon it. It's not a PT Cruiser. It is a Mini Cooper. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Okay, now but I'm you interested. See a, A Mm -hmm. Mini Cooper parked a pretty swank car for Mystery County and, uh, you know, pretty susceptible to rust damage. Not great on on snow and ice. So not a car that you see often in these parts, but it is there in the parking lot of the net shop as you pull up. Otherwise, the net shop looks empty.
4: I'm going to write down the license plate number.
2: Great. You do. (laughs) It it has six letters.
4: What are they? And
2: numbers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the numbers. Well, let me check with Jeff. Is this a rental or is this a car mm. with a vanity plate? Oh, it's a vanity plate for sure. What mm. does the vanity plate say? Tim Nuts.
4: Tim <laughs> oh, Nuts. No. Tim Nuts.
2: But it's that- a, it's spelled with a Z at the end because Tim Nuts was already taken. <laughs> <laughs>
4: is it yeah. tm Nuts or yeah? Is I it think T-I-M? I think so.
2: For the let's see, there's seven letters that it could be. So yeah. T M. K-N-U-T-Z. K-N-U- <laughs> yeah, K N T T Z. Yeah, that's yeah. that oh, it's definitely.
4: It's spelled it. with a K. I never knew that.
2: Mhm. Um, so you the license plate is T M K N T T Z.
4: Tom Nuts. I thought and he... Tom
2: is spelled T S O M. And there's a there's also a bumper sticker. What does the bumper sticker say? The the
3: bumper sticker says my other cars uh Annette? I don't know. No, no, there's no bumper sticker. <laughs> I said that would be more even thinking. My other car's is annette Yeah. yeah. Oh. Ooh. Um, but he doesn't yeah. like Nets really. Yeah. He says, like, yeah. Annette, please. This isn't Tom. So it, basically, the bumper sticker says uh, Brazil or bust.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, so you see a, a license plate on it. It says TMKNTTZ. What are you doing, Crashly?
4: Susan, do you think that's Tom Nuts' car? He wasn't that yeah. flashy.
5: I mean, I feel like it obviously is, but what is it still doing here? Can I uh, can I see if there's any, like, dust on the windshield or anything? Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Why don't you roll uh, what's going on here?
5: Let's do it.
2: So roll plus sharp.
5: Eight. Oh, Lord. It is a 10 overall.
2: Wow. Hey. You guys are killing it today. No, there's yeah. no dust. It looks incredibly clean. It looks also like from your... Studied eye. It looks like it has driven. Like when you look in the car, there's a lot of evidence of like a very long road trip. Yeah, there's
3: a lot of wrappers uh, from a fast food chain called Bob's, which is a Brazilian fast food chain. <laughs> what?
2: Yeah, it, I just looked that up. That's real. Yeah, yeah. You look. You, there's a lot of fast food from Bob's and a lot of like Hungry Man tins. And okay. Susan obviously knows about Bob's, the Brazilian fast food chain.
5: Uh, love Bobs But this does really Really feel like So I tell Crashly like A. Someone's been here Recently This car's been driven recently B. Mm. It smells like Tom Nuts So awesome. we got it And C. That could be trouble Yeah, no kidding Because
4: didn't Shamanda banish him? That's oh, correct gosh. Okay, That's we correct gotta find her. Um,
5: Sometimes a banishment doesn't stick But we got to get to Shamanda Right now. Meow and
4: do we know she's in the, right <laughs> meow, do we know she's in the basement? Is that- That's what she
2: texted you, yeah. Okay,
4: so let's let's find the basement. Let's find her. Okay.
2: So you all head into the net shop?
4: Yep. I want to look around the curtilage and see if I can see like a basement window or like a trap door or Love something it. like
2: that. Crashly, okay. go ahead and roll what's going on here. So roll plus sharp.
4: Okay. Um, oh, geez. I got a seven.
2: So it seems to you from where the the net shop is because the net shop isn't necessarily freestanding like some of the mm. other businesses there's businesses on either side. So it, it there it's a little difficult to look around the the shop. You could check the back but to get to the back you would either need to go out and like walk all the way down the block or go in and then go out the back door and you might be able to check more in the back there.
4: Go in I think.
2: Yeah. As you two walk in, Tim, you've been waiting. You came in here. There was some evidence of, like, there's blood on the floor. It's hmm. quiet here. Interesting. There's probably most frustrating and most galling. There's a series of arcade games against a wall. That's weird. Which is not something that Tom would ever allow. And then you see two figures appear to be breaking and entering into your rightful shop what do you do i hide <laughs> great uh roll uh act under pressure
3: all right i don't really have a, a form yet for tom but i rolled a
2: six <laughs> amazing yeah so or tim for tim for tim oh yes uh, this is definitely sturdy <laughs> <laughs> that's your response when when she yeah. sees you yeah <laughs> great
4: very funny. Hi. Does does this person look like Tom Nuts? Twins. Twins. Mr. Nuts? Yes. Uh, when did you get back?
3: Uh, about 30 minutes ago, I guess.
5: Uh, how, how did you get oh. back?
3: The Mini Cooper. <laughs> Who are you two?
5: Oh, no. He's forgotten. Oh, no. <laughs> it's
4: I'm amnesia. Susan. It's oh. me, Crashly, an important teenager in this town.
3: Ye- you're clearly a preteen.
4: Well, that's rude. You clearly is, you don't get to say that. So, no, I'm 14.
5: Yeah, I would All ask right. you to choose a different tone with Crashly.
3: Sorry, I'm just <laughs> reacquainting myself with Mystery County, Haverford. What's going on here? Why are there video games in a net shop? <laughs> what? Um, yeah. Well,
4: um. um I mean, we didn't put them there, so
3: I don't know. Well, this is my shop, and I I, I want them out. And he pulls out a huge wad of cash. Can I pay you to move them?
5: Yeah, well, how about we move them to the basement? (sighs) Oh, good idea. Uh,
3: I want them out of the store entirely.
5: (laughs) Where is that basement, speaking of it? Oh, it's yeah, right 100%. below us,
3: probably.
2: Yeah. Tim, so far as you know, there isn't a basement to the shop. There's like a, a small cellar. But other than that, the shop doesn't yeah. really have or never had a basement when you were growing up.
3: Yeah. It's, it's called a cellar. Excuse me, Susan. What are you doing in my shop? Are you looking to buy a net? I, I, I'm i not set up well, yet. Well, I came
5: here to play video games, but it sounds like it's moving. At um, this point,
2: Shamanda in the, below, you have the group there. Are you just trying to break through the closed-up entrance of the cellar?
0: Yeah, brick by brick. Just uh, cr- enough for a space for maybe the beaver to get... No, the deer to get through.
2: Okay, great. Yeah, drag the uh, rabbit with its cybernetic... Huge legs kind of just goes over and just starts thumping against the brick, just bringing it down. Up above, you three experience kind of a, a low shake as the the building starts to kind of structurally be affected. Huh.
4: Hmm.
2: Was that an earthquake?
4: Um, yeah, get down. Yep. Stop and drop, and but don't roll. Try to be your best not to roll. It's not <sighs> safe in an earthquake. Just hold on.
3: All right. I'm going to have to ask you... Shamanda, you know, Shamanda,
4: you know? Sh- yeah. Well, yes.
3: Why I'm looking for
4: why? Well,
5: let's look together.
3: Yeah. Let's look together. And I try to, I'm going to try to, uh, I guess I, I want to see how these people know Shamanda or Great. like sort of get a read, like what their motivations are.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely uh same thing of a, uh, what's going on here. So Rout, row. <laughs> you can roll plus sharp. Mm-hmm. now. uh, Jeff, I'm going to put in the, these are the options for your stats for the searcher. Mm. Okay. Let's see. I would pick, he's clearly
3: not very charming. (laughs) Um, Yes. Clearly not very cool. I think he's
2: sharp and weird. So he's going to be plus two sharp, plus two weird. Minus one cool. I love it. Great. So you're pretty sharp. So roll with your plus two sharp. Cool. And it is a six again. (laughs) I rolled a four. And so what is the question that you would like an answer to? Um, I'm wondering how they know Shamanda. At that point, Shamanda, the entrance to the cellar breaks open. And unfortunately, the wall above it, it looks like it was supporting a little bit more than you were expecting. And it just the building sags a little bit in the back. Mm. And in doing so, when that happens, the door to the basement cathunks and swings open as the frame that it's in kind of gives way. So you have access to upstairs. Say, friends,
0: uh, take the lead. Run as fast as your legs can take you. Yeah.
2: Everybody upstairs, you hear Shamanda saying that. Crashly and Susan, what do you do?
5: I'm just gonna, it's, you know, I, my gut is like move forward, but I think mm. I'm gonna hold on to Crashly and just step back, hearing her yell, yeah.
4: Oh, that makes sense. I then kind a of want Stampede wanna... comes. <laughs> okay. I was gonna try to, to create a distraction, um, cause it seems like I don't necessarily want this guy to see Shamanda yet, cause it seems like dangerous. That's smart. Yeah. Um, so,
2: so what is your distraction?
4: Um, I'm going to pretend to break my ankle. Oh.
2: <laughs> you pretend to break your ankle? Yeah. Okay. Crashly rolled to manipulate someone. Okay. Okay. Manipulate Mr. Six over here. Hey, yeah. come on now.
5: I'm so sorry. I don't know where that came from. It's um, been a long
2: ride, okay? Your heart. <laughs> I got an eight. An eight? Okay. Yeah. On an eight, Jeff, your character, Tim, can... Do what is asked for. In this case, be distracted. You will get experience for it if you do it. If you okay. choose not to, you will not get experience. I accept. Great. So Ow. you get one experience. <gasps> uh, yeah. Crashly just falls oh to God. the ground. I Give her some room. Na- na- Give her room. Ankle. Back up, Susan. Give oh her room. Oh, my gosh. All About to stick out
4: of the skin. Oh, my God. Out. Oh, my gosh. I have gosh. to sue you now. This is your Wait, wait, wait. wait. Do Don't something. sue me yet.
3: Wait wait I, wait, I don't to. I haven't signed anything yet you can't sue Tom, me do yet something. okay Get me and- <laughs> <laughs> Well
2: bro. while this is happening bursting out is a series of horrific metal woodland creatures just racing through the store just like Whoa. full on Jumanji style just what? breaking like- down every part of the net store and it's like this-
0: Jumanji <laughs> Tyler I'd like to uh try to whatever is you know the upstage part of the blur to kind of hide myself as I make my way out with that. Okay.
2: That makes sense to me. It seems to me like you would as you come up and you are freshly primed from all of this, your empathy is still up. You experience a semi familiar person who you would kind of expected you would never experience again. Like you kind of you experience a nuts and that's <laughs> very disturbing. So, yeah, you are trying to hide out. So go ahead and roll act under pressure.
0: Yeah, the first time I saw a nuts, I was a pretty uh, oh,
4: no. taken aback. So yeah. That's pretty accurate. It's never what you expect. <laughs> um, so a nut.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what? Am, what am I adding? I'm so sorry.
2: Plus cool.
0: Plus cool. So that's an eight minus one. Okay. Seven. So
2: on a seven, I give you a worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. You can stay hidden. You will need to leave the shop. And you will not see Susan and Crashley, so you can leave this space and stay apart from them. Or if you want, if you would prefer, you can see them, but in doing so, you will be visible to everybody present. Uh,
0: visible, but not accessible.
2: Yeah, you'll be on the other side of the room. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I'll do that one. The, okay, the ladder. Great.
2: So as as they're running, you see Crashley and Susan. And you were, you know, just going to run free with your uh, little army of metal creatures. But seeing them makes you slow down enough that you start to walk over to talk to them. And then you see kneeling next to Crashly is Tom Nuts. Uh And that's enough for you to pull back. Crashly and Susan, as you are trying to distract Tim, you see amongst all of this chaos uh, of this herd of Woodland creatures you see uh shamanda there as this last this bat that just has kind of its normal little wings, but then three times the size a set of like metallic dragonfly wings flittering on its back as it flies out, and after that uh there's quiet in this moment as shamanda is on the other side of the room, kind of looking for a place to hide, but having nowhere available. What do you do, Crashly?
4: I say. Jenny. Hi. Uh, hi. It's my my friend, Jenny. Um, Jenny is an EMT, so she's going to take me to the hospital. I uh, can oh help.
3: My... I have a mini Cooper.
5: Well, We're going to go with Jennifer.
4: Yeah, we got to go with Jennifer. Hi. Well, it's me, Jennifer. I'm an EMT.
0: I like work with hearts and stuff. Let's get mm. out of here. Also, yeah. Tim,
2: what is your experience watching a bunch of mechanical creatures just trash The net shop as they escape from a room that you are not aware (laughs) exists in the beneath the store.
3: It's not the first time I've seen it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll cut
2: over to Derek. (laughs) Derek. Uh, Also,
3: I was going to say something really quick. Oh, yeah. Go for it. I think one of my powers for The Searcher is, uh, or one of my moves is going to be Guardian.
2: Okay. And I'm thinking
3: my Guardian's going to be Tom from a different dimension.
2: I love it. Yeah.
3: So I wonder if he would tell me anything here about that's Shamanda.
2: Yeah, so as you are looking there, you just hear in your ear, Tim, a small voice uh, in in your brother's very familiar uh, tones, and it says, don't trust her. Hmm. Oh, hi, Jenny. (laughs) We'll cut over to Derek. Derek... Ooh. Uh Astrid has bandaged you up, has kind of um helped you patch up a little bit so you can remove one of your harms and go back up to oh you can remove two. You can get to grievous. You're not you're not feeling critical or dying at this point. And Astrid's like, just just tell her what she wants to know, okay? She's not a bad person. She's just scared. Yeah, me too. Why do you all have to make our town so so hard? What? All of you, you and Shamanda, and I was, I'm just a softball player. I just play softball and I like it. And that's what I do. And but one day I was that. And then the next day I'm, I'm supposed to fight monsters and, and deal with angels. And it's too much. It's not fair. And it's too much. And, and you're all, you did this to our town. We didn't make, the monsters come here, but you're right. it isn't when well, you came here, you're a monster. I'm a monster. you're not a human, you're not a person
1: no i-i guess I'm not.
2: Are you doing anything else, or is that all you say that's That's all I got. She takes a deep breath and then calls out and says, "Mom, he's better," and then just walks out of the garage and Missy comes in, she takes off her coat. It looks like she had gone outside and then has come back in. She rubs her hands together and breathes out in the cold air of the garage and says, Derek, look, let's try something different here. Okay. Let's be friends, Derek. I know I just did something horrible to you, but we've been working together for a week. I don't see any reason why we can't keep doing it. You have to understand. I just react. I panicked. You hurt my daughter. And but I, uh, I'm so sorry. Will you forgive me? Yeah, I guess. Great. Okay. Let's, let's figure out something that we can do that, that benefits you. And it benefits me, you know, a classic business deal, right, Derek? Cause we're in business together. So let's figure out something that works for both of us. Right. Okay. Okay. What do you want more than anything in the world, Derek? Uh, and there's a, there's like a long pause,
1: um, And then Derek looks up and looks Missy in the eyes, and I just say,
2: I think I just want to go home. I can make that happen, Derek. I just need need to know who the players are. Do you understand? Because this is, think of it as a game. And for me to win, I need to know who I'm playing against. And I am discovering that there are a lot of players that I did not know were on the board. The metaphor starts to fall apart, but you—you you can follow me. I'm—I need to know what is the club doing here. I—the uh, the same thing they've
1: always been doing. They're protecting this place from who? Monsters, bad things. How do they know where the monsters are, Derek? I don't know. I mean, Susan's been doing this a long time.
2: Susan, okay. Tell me more about Susan. Um,
1: she's.
2: I guess, the best and bravest of us. Tell me more biographical information about Susan. Does she work with anybody? Um, I don't think so. And then, Alan, how much information does Derek give to Missy in the questioning?
1: I think anything he can answer at this point, he's just going
2: to do it. Oh, no. Great. Oh, no. Up to and including... Does Derek talk about the universe shift?
1: Um, Only if it's asked about explicitly.
2: I think it would. I think Missy is astute enough that once you start talking about Layla and getting into the specifics of how Layla got freed, then she would be asking like a lot of follow-up on this. So are we safe to assume then at this point that Missy is essentially number 1 fan of the Monster Mystery County Monster Hunters Club podcast and is fully caught up on all episodes <laughs>
1: yeah i i think yeah i think at this point well anything that from Derek's perspective
2: yes right yeah and missy then is like so derek can you explain something to me probably why does mystery county draw this attention
1: um it just always has this is a really weird place it's well everything that has a beginning and an ending has to start and end somewhere right and in the case of the universe mystery county is both of those things and it always has been
2: oh interesting So it sounds to me like if one had sufficient ability to control the goings-on here, one could control if it ends? Um, I guess. Because that's what I want, Derek. I just want to make sure this doesn't end. I have a beautiful daughter that I want to have a full life. And I love this town. And it sounds to me like you and your friends... Keep threatening it through your actions and inactions. And I have to admit, I don't know how you got to that conclusion. Well, Derek, if it was me and I knew that Mystery County was the source of everything in the universe, I would keep it very safe. And do you think that you have kept Mystery County very safe?
1: No, I guess not.
2: I don't think so either. And she goes over and she loosens the rope and she's just like, just get out of here, Derek. Okay. And I want to make it clear, Derek, I'm not afraid of you. I know that that's what you all want. You want people to, to to look at you with awe and think that you're all more powerful than the rest of us and that you can do things that we can't. I don't. I see what you are. You're children. You're just children. And we don't have room for that in this world. Okay?
1: I uh I make eye contact with Astrid at this point.
2: Yeah, Astrid's just sort of peeking through the the frame of the uh entrance to the house. Um and I just say,
1: "Yeah, it really seems like you don't have room for children." And I just walk away and I I go back to the um derelict bus
2: stop and I climb on top of my bus. Instead of going back to Aunt Diane's house. And I just lay there. Great. Derek, I think you absolutely take an emotional condition. I think I take all the emotional conditions. Oh, no. (laughs) I think, uh, why don't we say, why don't we split the difference and say uh, you'll take three. Wow. Okay. Andy burns all his luck. Yeah. So I think we'll say, I think dejected for sure. You're already feeling insecure. Uh, What are the other feelings that you take? I think I'm going to take guilty and I think I'm going to take guilty and angry, angry. okay, cool. What I think this means for you, Derek, if you take all of them, if you take afraid, this is going to be a situation where you are like a raccoon backed into a corner. If you get all of these conditions, you are you are going to need to like protect yourself at all costs, if that makes sense to you. Like if you take all of these conditions, you're going to be basically a bomb. Yeah, that, that that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. As you're walking back, we'll cut back over to Crashly, Susan, Tim, and quote-unquote Jennifer. Yeah. Tim, Susan and Crashly refused to go with you and, and insisted on going themselves. I think you successfully have wormed your way in to be riding with them on the way to the hospital. Yeah. Mind if I pick the music?
5: Okay. well, you you already your hands are already on the radio, so I guess so.
3: Thank you so much. We're going to be listening to some classical music, but not the mainstream stuff. I'm talking about the B-sides.
5: Oh, no. (laughs) My God.
2: Susan, where were you intending to go?
5: After Adam.
2: Okay, great. Are Mm. you still doing that or are you going to the are you going to follow the pretense and try to go to the hospital?
5: In the hospital is for Crashley's fake ankle, correct? Right. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think what I'm going to do is, okay, Tim, go go in and let them know we're here.
3: Oh, I'll help carry her.
4: No, inappropriate.
3: <laughs>
4: I don't know you.
5: Walk in and let them know we're here.
3: I don't think
2: I'm going to be doing that, Susan.
0: Shemanda puts uh, Tim into a headlock. We got to find Derek.
2: <laughs> Great. <laughs> Shamanda, go ahead and roll uh. to kick some ass.
0: Hmm. Sorry. I waited as long as I could to see if this yeah, would play did, out. But no, did. we just have to choose violence.
3: <laughs> oh, no. Um, I think also I'm going <laughs> to. You
0: said what? Plus. Roll,
2: roll plus tough. Yeah, you're willing <laughs> to kick some ass. I,
0: I rolled a three and my tough is zero. Oh, God. Oh, I'm going to help. No. I'm going oh, to I'm helping. Uh, I, try, I squeeze his lights out. It's, my arms are hang, so. Yeah, thick. hang
2: on one second. So so Crashly wants to help out. You, uh, <laughs> oh, Tim, no. what are you saying? So one of my weapons is an incapacitating spray.
3: Mm-hmm. And since we're in a close quartered car, I'm going to whip it out and just start spraying. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. absolutely.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you just warfare. You just you just mace. You just spray some bear mace that just yeah. goes <laughs> out. Now this is a zero harm, irritating yeah. weapon. So nobody takes harm, but you all are completely blinded by this. Oh, damn it. As tears start streaming, <laughs> as you all start gagging, and as this like. Pepper spray this sprays this uh, phrase out. And this is in front of the hospital. And this is in front uh-huh. of the hospital.
3: <laughs> <coughs> where should she go? Shamanda, I know it's you.
2: And Tim, because Shamanda rolled a uh, six minus, <laughs> mm-hmm. well, let me check on this. Crashly, you wanted to help out, correct?
4: Yeah, but I only rolled a six.
2: Ooh, okay. So Crashly yeah. So
0: six plus three is nine. <laughs> Crashly right? fails
2: to help. Yeah. So Crashly, this makes sense then, because you expose yourself to trouble or danger without helping. Yeah. So you get <laughs> you get the full blast of the the bear mace in your face. Ooh. Tim, you get Shamanda in a headlock. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm oh. sitting in the back seat. How is that happening? <laughs> in- I, like,
2: I pull you over the seat.
0: <laughs> Great. Oh, man.
2: So you are all snot running down your faces, tears streaming down in this uh, car, and Tim has shamanda yeah. and it has grabbed her. And Tim, what are you saying? I'm saying, I, I say to Susan, keep driving.
5: No, I <laughs> can oh her.
2: No, she,
3: you know what you did to my brother.
5: No, I don't. You're a mean old man, and if you don't get your hands off her, <laughs> we're all going to regret it. I'm younger than you. How dare you, and I can't. <laughs> Take open the door next to him <laughs> and kick him out.
2: Oh, I'm oh, yeah. going
5: <laughs> Yeah, you're
2: uh, okay. So, uh, Susan, roll to act under pressure to make sure that you can do that while suffering the full effects of the bear's maze. And the,
5: and the car's not hostage. in motion, so it's not like he's gonna fall far. Right, no. of
2: course. It's just a cool move. But yeah, roll plus cool.
5: cool. Okay, so it is an 11.
2: Ooh. Wow. wow. Ooh. Okay.
5: Nothing. Oh, so business. it's an 11.
2: So, yeah, so Susan he, Susan whips out across the vehicle without even being able to see and kicks the door so hard it just slams open and with her other foot at the same time, kicks Tim and Tim and Shamanda tumble out of the car. Now, wait the, a
5: second. With an 11, can hmm. I posit mm-hmm. that I just get Tim out of this car?
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, he does have... I mean, a I can roll
3: to see how my grip... <laughs>
2: yeah let's do that let's see I, I think that is your attempt and so we'll we'll give it this a chance to see if well let me what, we'll do it this way uh, Shamanda why don't you roll to act under pressure to see if you manage to dip out of it the way of, of him so right. this will give you a chance to free yourself is how we'll do this so, uh, so, so it's your cool. fault if you get kicked out of the car not not the person <laughs> kicking <laughs> no, you <not> no. exactly
0: <laughs> alright so that's a 5 minus 1 for wow cool. and
2: okay, well, it was in
5: your hands I'm gonna say, oh, I am so sorry, Shaman. Tim, just you should never I'm gonna get out of the car and like kind of like hold onto the car and walk around and be like, Tim, you <laughs> never speak about my age again.
2: <laughs> and you see through the haze of everything, Susan, you see like a crowd forming in front of the hospital as like some orderlies are running over to to help deal with this weird. It looks like something terrible has happened because everybody is just streaming liquid from their face and yeah. uh tim nuts has rolled out and is holding chamanda and a like a half nelson
5: yeah does everyone yeah. see this grown man doing this and guess what he questioned my age i didn't <gasps>
3: question i did not question i said she's older than me there's no question about it
5: wow, wow. i am an
1: innocent bystander <laughs> and i'm recording this for you too and i'm what? gonna say
5: <laughs> mystery county members assemble Oh, that's oh. not me. Because isn't oh, there like yeah. hundreds of them? Yeah, there? yeah. You yeah. guys have, you see
2: uh, <laughs> a few of the auxiliary p- patrol people, some some step forward, they have like a hasty pin, like of the Mystery County Monster Hunters logo that Shamanda had drawn out for the dojo to pass out. Some of them step forward and say, man, is there a problem here?
5: Yep. I've got some questions for this guy because we found some very suspicious animals who seem to be harmed at his place and what what would i call that uh this is claire asking um Mm. that have been like the animals have been dr maraud spliced like like spliced or like altered uh, altered altered. Yeah. yeah like altered like androids or something we need to take him in for questioning
3: I I just got to town.
2: The uh, auxiliary patrol members uh, follow Susan 100%. They're down with it, and they grab Tim and start walking towards the dojo. Meanwhile, we'll cut over to Adam. Adam, you are standing in front of the experimental physics wing of the Mystery County Technical College. Dr. Einajar is there, and there is a bunch of your new friends. Paul is standing next to you. Genesis is standing next to Dr. Einajar. There's also, oh, God, what are all of their dumb names? Yeah. Paul. Yeah. Paul DiBello. We got Paul Mm DiBello. We also, we've got, you have Amanda Marks, Ted Ramstall, and Philippa are all there as well. They all have bags of cash just held in their hand, and they're all just rigid and... stuck in place the same as you what are you doing in this moment or what are you thinking in this moment adam as your body refuses to participate i feel like i made a
3: mistake i feel like this is a bad place for me to be and i want to try to like focus all my energy to see if i can fight against it
2: okay great roll to act under pressure okay and while you're doing this uh dr Einajar is monologuing like the best of them in the background he's like I was so close to perfecting the ability to reconstitute the flow of quantum possibility. But these fools... And he just keep going like that. So, go ahead and roll to act under pressure. Uh, Yeah, you could say Adam rolled a 10. Oh, you Ooh. managed to do exactly Ooh. what you set out to, which is, in this instance, to break free from the controls? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. You yeah. do. You... For the moment, again, uh, probably benefiting from the uh, slight concussion you gave yourself when you backed into the stop sign, your chip is a little loose. And so you're able to jostle it and you have control of yourself. Okay. I want to, could I use weird science to use, uh, to like sort of
3: perform, you use the bottle grab horn as like a, a weird sort of scalpel to
2: take my own chip out? Well, here's the thing. The bundle goat horn is in the car. You You're wired right. it into your vehicle. Okay. Could I use the weird belt buckle? Oh, Or how about I
3: have a kitchen yeah. knife too, but I'll use do. a weird belt buckle. Yeah.
2: So you want to use the weird belt buckle that you got that has yeah, it's very weird. a mouse skull in it that you stole from Alvin Vincent. Yeah. Jordan's. Jordan. That's it. Grandpa. So the belt buckle that you stole from Jordan Vincent down in Rhinelander, you want to use it to do what? Uh, try to like. Perform a makeshift operation on me. Some weird science. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love it. That's awful and horrific. Sure. Go ahead and roll. I think that's plus weird to attempt to do some field surgery on yourself. Okay. Let's see. Plus weird. That is a seven. Okay. So you get to pick one requirement and I get to pick one requirement. There are the requirements there that you have. What requirement do you want to pick? Um, I think I would be. I think uh,
3: I I won't. It won't exactly go as I intended.
2: Okay, great. So you're picking that. Uh, I am going to say that it's going to require huge amounts of power for Mm -hmm. it to work. So you can do it. You you can finish this successful surgery, but. A, you can tell as you get started already that it might have uncertain effects. And in order to complete it, you're just going to need to juice it with a ton of power. Okay. The Um, other question I have is, how much of Dr. Einarjar's monologue does Adam clock? Oh, like
3: 0%. Adam is
2: bad in school in general. Yeah. So Dr. Einarjar reveals his entire plan in great detail. (laughs) He explains <laughs> his motivations. <laughs> he explains why he I wants mean, to do it, what he's I think seeks. he picks up like three words, maybe <laughs> okay, great, so those words are let's see here uh decoherence, those words are reconstitute, and the third one is a dual phrase, the odd perfect
4: the Those odd. are
2: the three things that you get as you're like not paying attention and as he then reveals, he's like, behold, the first step of of my dream. Genesis, flip the switch. And Genesis starts to flip the switch as just this tons of energy start coursing into this machine that is just in the corner starting to buzz. And it seems to be obviously the best place for you to get the power that you need. What are you doing in this moment? Running towards it. <laughs> So, so we would sort of see from the the little stage area that Dr. Anajar has set up in the parking lot of the experimental physics wings there's a bunch of teenagers just lock steady about uh five feet apart from each other, just in a very something out of a dictatorship sort of display, and then running in between those very herky jerky kind of dragging half of your body is Adam Miller approaching the stage, and Genesis is like. Adam and Doctor Einajar says, "Adam, my boy, what are you doing? No, I'm taking my life into my own hands. And what do you do? I d- dive into this. Okay, great. Roll <sighs> two. Act under pressure. Oh, okay. let's go,
3: Adam.
1: Let's go, Adam. You got this, buddy.
3: Woo! Here, okay, we, go, here we go, Adam. Here we go, here, we go. here we go. Okay, it's a ten <clears throat> plus plus yes, uh, yeah. zero, so it's ten.
4: Yeah." Okay. Excellent.
2: As you dive into it, Adam, you hit the generator and the energy oh. courses into to your body and you can feel the chip. Well, what is, what is the surgery you were trying to do? What was the goal of it?
3: Uh, to pop the chip out. Or I guess, uh, yeah, I think I was trying to pop the chip out. Like,
2: Okay, yeah. With with that, you you managed to short the chip mm-hmm. with the little belt buckle that you have and this power it comes together and the chip bends and and breaks and a significant portion of it pops out and you feel yourself kind of freed from control in that regard but also your clothes catch on fire from this and as you're thinking oh holy shit i'm on fire 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 mm-hmm. something emerges from the portal it's a tentacle a flaming <sighs> tentacle and then another and then eight more and oh. just screaming out of like existential horror, this thing just glops and starts screaming and running down the street. This what could only be called a fire squid <laughs> starts running. And Dr. Einarjar is just like, what? No! Turn it off! Turn it off! And Genesis pulls the, the lever and it all just sort of and then collapses down. And Dr. Einarjar is just then like, Adam, you've disappointed me greatly today.
3: I've saved the day and you know it as I'm rolling around.
2: <laughs> he looks to everybody else and he says, "Friends, I think we need to take care of our wayward compatriot here." Oh, come on. Grab him. No, come on. And Paul with <laughs> tears in the corners of his eyes comes forward, shuffling and grabs you. "Are you doing anything?"
3: "Yeah, I'm trying to uh slip away in a cool uh cool Adam move."
2: Okay, great. I think this is a roll to kick some ass.
3: Yeah, dude. Sorry, Paul. You're my friend, but I gotta be me. And it is an eight.
2: Okay. On an eight, you and your target inflict harm on each other. So he is going to just start punching you in the face. And I punch him back. And you punch him back. And Mm -hmm. he knocks back just long enough to let go. And you are able to slide free. Uh, So you do take one harm. As he uh, has done that to you, where are you running?
3: Okay, let's see. Is there a a clear escape away from all
2: these uh, guys? All these... You know what? That sounds to me like a what's going on here. Mm -hmm. So we'll roll to find out. Yeah. Uh, What's going on here? Okay, so let's see. Uh, It's a four. (laughs) Um. Yeah. So the question is, is there a way to escape here? Mm-hmm. Is there a place to run to? Uh, yeah. So as, as we've established on a six or minus, you'll get the answer, but you won't like how it arrives. The answer <laughs> is no, as they all oh, no. just form a circle around you and you're in the center and they just start slowly. These other kids come and they pile on you one after the other as you go down under the force of them all. We're going to cut over to Derek. Derek, you are on top of the bus. How long have you been there? A while. And it's cold. And I'm not used to that either. And it feels bad. And Derek, so this it's like nighttime at this point for you. Your friends, you haven't heard from them. But it it sounds like, have you made any effort to find them at all? No. And as you've been sitting there in the dark and the quiet, a car pulls into the, the junkyard. And it's just a, a Ford Taurus, just a, a plain thing. She doesn't need anything greater than that. Um, she would never buy like a PT Cruiser or anything insane like that. And you see Diane get out of the car and she just calls up straight to you. She's like, Derek, Derek, honey, what are you doing back here? Sad. Why don't you come over to our house, okay? No. Un, I, I told you, I I don't understand why the school let you be an exchange student who lives in a junkyard, but we don't, you don't <laughs> need to do that. You can come, come on, come back to our place. No, I'm okay. No, you're not, Derek. And you're not alone, all right? We're here to take care of you. And uh, Ranger along steps out from the passenger side and is like, Ugh. yeah, buddy, come on. Um, Why don't you come back? To Diane's. Because you guys,
1: you don't understand. I'm not.
2: I was supposed to be here to protect you. And I just roll over and I look the other way and I don't say anything else. And Ranger Along climbs up onto the very, like, you know, he's a little bit portly. He's uh, a little ungainly. So he, there's a, definitely a moment as he's climbing onto the school bus where he's like, whoa, whoa, as he climbs onto the hood. But he manages to get up to the roof and, and he goes over and then he just sits next to you, crisscross applesauce a little ways away, Derek. And Ranger Along is just like, you think I don't know what it's like to disappoint somebody or, or to, to fail? No, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Derek, I don't know how much you heard, but I had some friends pretty close to me. We got attacked by something in the woods last week. And I i lost Louis Futon was one of my dearest friends. And i I let him down. Do you think do you think there's no chance for me to to move on or do better? I don't know. I just, I have to, I have to believe that I have to believe that there are things in my control and there are things that aren't. And the things in my control, I, I got to do my best to control them. But the things that I can't control, I have to accept and find ways to get around it. Okay, well, fine. Well, guess what, Ranger Along,
1: I'm one of those things you can't control. (laughs) And I roll off the side of the bus and I land on my feet and it hurts my ankle real bad because my ankle still hurts and I just hobble away.
2: Wow. (laughs) And oh he just my shouts, Derek, Derek,
1: Derek. That's not my real name. <gasps> Whoa.
2: And that's, well, what's your real name?
1: I need time to come up with it because that's a decision I just made on the fly.
2: I love it. <laughs> and as you walk off into the darkness, Derek, into the woods, you see a a flicker of of firelight in the distance. What do you do? Um,
1: I, I walk towards it, but only because the, I, there's like a glimmer of a compulsion that's like, well, the unattended fire in the woods could be bad. <laughs> so I just, I stumbled towards it to see if I need to put it out.
2: And you see uh, a bunch of very dejected looking, horrifically altered forest creatures there. And the squirrel is chittering at a white-tailed deer that is standing there. And the white-tailed deer says out loud, no. Drift, I told you. I don't know what to do. We can't go back to the way we were. I don't know what to do now, but we can't. We have capabilities and, and see things that we couldn't before. Drift, Ghost, Fike, you you see this, right? And then as they see you come in, they all uh, kind of pull back in fear. What do you do in this moment as you see these creatures? Oh, um. Are you guys going to eat me? (laughs) And then emerging off to your right into the light, you see standing tall with like a full cape and a walking stick. You see regally walking forward a coyote who says, no, we get revenge. (gasps) (sighs) And that's where we'll end our session for today. Yes.
5: Um,
2: This is what I've always wanted
5: and it's here.
2: Yup. Yep. Thanks so much for listening, Monster Hunters. If you enjoyed this, tell your friends, find some place to review us, or even better, join our Patreon for extra content, special deliveries, and a chance to show your support for the show. Until next time, watch out for superfluous bits that become incredibly important. That was really good, Alan. Great. Really
1: 500 patron points to anyone who can put together the message in the correct order.
5: That's a Ooh. lot of patron points.
1: Wow. I know, I know yeah. a lot of you are wondering, what is a patron point? And I guess you're not going to find out until you get some.
5: Good Uh-oh. Point.
4: Cool. Oh,
5: patron
0: points, my. points, 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 points.
1: I think. I think we just, you know what? I'm just going to say it right now because obviously we're making this up as we go. There's going to be a leaderboard.
2: Wow. Ooh. 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 That sounds worse Ooh. than just being able to redeem them. <laughs> like a <laughs> liter of like, soda? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you love Star Wars but kind of wish you didn't? Then join us on the Expounded Universe podcast as we read through all the old Star Wars novels that took the galaxy far, far away that you know and love and turned it into a place where Han Solo can punch a giant otter and Luke Skywalker almost gets eaten by a giant gold-plated pillar of dinty Moore beef stew. Did you like Princess Leia? Well, too bad! Now she's a space racist! Don't believe me? You'll just have to listen to find out on Expounded Universe.